You're now listening to Life is Christian Podcast, and I am your host, Charlotte Rutherford. Life is Christian is a safe space for believers and followers of Christ to share their experiences. Here on this podcast, we will be discussing our own personal struggles with walking in the faith. We will also be sharing with you some practical tips on how to overcome these challenges. Let's get into today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Life is Christian Podcast. On today's episode, I do have guests that is joining me on a very early sleep in morning, and I'm so thankful and I'm so appreciative that she has agreed to come on and do this episode with me. Please go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners. My name is Kim, and I just want to say thank you so very much for having me. Um, it's truly a pleasure and we're just here to discuss, as, as you said, life as a Christian, just the whole shebang, everything that, that we have to go through, (laughs) you know, once we decide to start following Christ. So yeah, thank you once again for having me. Thank you so much for that introduction. Now we'll go ahead and get right into our conversation. My first question to you is, what is something that you have struggled with as a Christian? That's a very good question. Um, definitely one of the areas that I had to struggle with was, um, you know, basically I felt like I had to start from scratch in terms of rebuilding uh, friendships or um potential partners, (laughs) you have to really start vetting people out in a different way, not from your worldly fleshly ways, but according to the Bible and according to the word and according to what's right in God's eyes. So that's, that's been a challenge. I'm still learning. (laughs) Um, But every day I, I, I do try to take steps in terms of just even reading up more on what's expected, you know, don't be equally on yoked. Um, don't, whether it be in a, in a romantic relationship or whether it be in a friend, and it's kind of hard because um, not, not everyone is going to be on your level. And I understand that. And not to say I'm on some kind of a high level, that's not the case at all. But in terms of your walk, not everyone is going to be on the same journey or at the same pace as you. So it's kind of like, okay, well, do I give this person a chance, you know, or do I just say, no, this is a write-off, we're unequally yoked, it can't work. So, you know, it's just feeling things out and honestly just praying on things and just asking the Lord to say, hey, listen, what do I do in this situation? And just trying to listen for that answer. Wow. I mean, you said like, a mouthful like there's just so much in everything that you just said there like there's just so many layers to unpack because I mean I feel like that's a struggle for anybody that comes to Christ because I mean he straight up told us that if you want to be a follower of him then you have to leave the world behind right you have to leave your family your friends and it's like you're pretty much starting from scratch and like you said it's vetting the people that you're choosing to move forward with in your life, or as the Bible would put it, discernment. You need that gift of discernment to be able to say, okay, is this person meant to be in my life this season? And even people that you may meet in the faith. I mean, you said not everybody's going to be on the same level as you, 
But even just in the faith, you may come across people that may say, oh, you know, I'm a Christian. But then it's like, eh, your fruits don't actually reflect the lifestyle of Christ. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, even in the faith, you still have to be careful. So in terms of you mentioned that you pray about it and ask the Holy Spirit to, to lead you in terms of decisions to make. What does that look like in a sense of identifying people? What are some of the things that you look for or what are some of the ways that you actually make those decisions to choose who to be in your life? First of all, I try to look at their fruits. Uh, Like you said, a lot of people will say, I'm a Christian. And I mean, we've all been there, but we don't walk our fruits don't align with that. So I try to look at their fruits. And another big thing is discernment. My spirit, if if, there's a, there's a feeling you get, like when you meet someone, it's just, it's kind of, I can't really explain it. Either, you know, it's either the, it's a yes or it's a no. If you get a sense of peace, uh, uh, you know, uh, being around them, like, do you feel comfortable or is the spirit nudging on you? Like, "Mm, I'm not sure type of thing. Right. And then at that point, maybe you have to step back and kind of reevaluate. Um, another thing is, you know, I look for I look for supportive, like su- support people who are supportive, again, um, that are loving, that are kind, that are forgiving. It's, it's just, you know, and I, again, I just go off my feeling as well. I think that's the main thing. Once I feel good and then I can I can go from there. Everything else that kind of falls into place from there I can kind of make the next step take it the next step from there. Hopefully that kind of summed it up a bit. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. I love it. I mean, you said some very important things there, right? Peace. Your spirit is at peace because we know that wherever the spirit of God is, there's supposed to be peace in the midst of wherever it is. It doesn't matter where you are. Like you should have peace. And when you encounter other people that are walking with Christ, they too should be able to create that peaceful atmosphere so you're not feeling uncomfortable, unsettled, and having to question things. Because the minute you start to question and you start to doubt, that can kind of throw your entire spirit off, throw your walk off with Christ. You also mentioned, you know, being supportive. And that is such an important thing. I feel like sometimes people miss that whole piece of being supportive and what that actually looks like in a Christian faith. As you said, being forgiving being kind, being loving, making sure that, you know, all the other fruits that the Bible talks about in Galatians are present. Because, I mean, especially for somebody that's like starting to walk with Christ and, you know, they encounter the wrong people, that can be a huge stumbling block in their walk. Absolutely. We all need that support, that support in Christ, that support you know, it just overall. So it's nice to have trustworthy, supportive people around because I mean, the world, (laughs) the world has Mm -hmm. changed a lot. I feel like, I mean, it's always had its badness and whatnot prior to, but I feel like over the last couple years, two to three years since this whole, whole happenings, (laughs) it's just, yeah. We need that support. We need that support around us, supporting each other, you know, being there for each other. Um, And love. Love is so important. 
that's a big one. And I feel like sometimes we miss that. And it's so important because the Bible tells us, it says, how can you say you love me that you can't see, whereas you have your brother that is physically in front of you that you can see, you can feel, you can touch, and you don't show them love. So I feel like sometimes we do have to take that step back and reevaluate how we act upon some of these words that we say that we do or show to other people. And and it's challenging at times. (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) But again, it's just, hey, we got to, we got to, we got to make that effort, that genuine effort. Yes. Genuine. I feel like that's one of the big keywords. Genuine. Be sincere. Because people can actually, right. Because people can actually pick up and, you know, sense when things are not right, not real. As you mentioned, you get that feeling, you know, your spirit just kind of tells you that discerning man just kind of say, Hey, this isn't the right situation. This isn't the right person. It's not aligning. Let it go. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or sometimes you just maybe need to fall back for that period and kind of, you know, like I said, reevaluate and, Sometimes it could be like, okay, you know what? Not so bad. I can still proceed. Or sometimes like, yeah, absolutely not. Got to keep it going. So that's right. It all depends. That's right. I mean, it's so hard sometimes because as you said, sometimes you got to fall back. Although somebody may have, somebody should be in your life at that season or at that time that you meet that person, who knows what's going on in their life. It could just not be the right season. And then it's like you leave with bitterness, the wrong feeling and encounter with this person, like an awful memory. So it's also important in that sense that when we meet people, we understand as well that not everybody is either meant to be in your life. It may just not be the right season, you know, and even if a friendship or a relationship did not work with that person, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're an awful person. They just weren't the person that was meant to be in your life. Yeah. And another thing is, um, like you said, you come across people, you don't know what they're going through at that particular time. And I'm not saying to, Oh, you come across someone and they're, they're broken or they're this and just run away. No, like you actually see what you can do. But if it's at a, a point where it's just super toxic, as you're saying, and it's just not beneficial, it's, to you either you know it's just a a heavy weight it's just too much I mean at that point I feel like you gotta maybe love them from a distance if possible that makes sense or you know or if it's just at a point where it's just really bad then you have to just pray and let them go and give them lead them in God's hands that's right you just said something that I'm gonna pick your brain about what does loving someone from a distance mean or look like well, for me, loving someone from a distance, I say that in terms of still being there for that person, still giving a, a helping hand to that person, still praying for that person, um, still being genuinely concerned for that person. But when I say at a distance, sometimes you need to have certain people, I feel, at a little bit of more of a distance and not so close in your bubble because it could be toxic. It could be painful for you. It could be, you know, throwing you off your walk with, with Christ. And at the end of the day, you have to be in a good space, not only for yourself, but to also help others. And if you're not in a good space, how can you help anyone else? 
So when I say love them from a distance, that's what I mean. Not getting them too close in your bubble to to basically make it toxic. But at the same time, you're still there for that person if they need if they need prayer or you know to pray for them or if they need a hand with something you're still there for them perhaps you know that is what they need at that point and then after you know they heal or whatever they go through god works on them then you know bring them in a little bit closer but i don't feel like it's fair to have someone because oh i'm a christian you must be so close to my bubble but then you're hurting me you know you're throwing me off on my walk you're, you know, that's just my opinion on it. Um, yeah. And so that's what I mean when I say from a distance, if that makes sense. I definitely understand what it is you're saying when you say loving somebody from a distance. From what I've heard you say and what I understand is that loving somebody from a distance means setting boundaries. And as a Christian, there's absolutely nothing wrong with setting boundaries and making sure that there's clear expectation in terms of how other people treat you and how you interact and engage with other people because I think it's unfair and I don't think it's okay that other people can constantly cause you pain and hurt and grief. And at the same time, you're expected to tolerate this and be okay with that. In Matthew 5, the Bible tells us that if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. In this case, I'm not cutting you off, but I'm laying it out that you cannot treat me this way. I can be here for you in X, Y, Z way, but I'm not going to constantly allow you to, you know, be a stumbling block in my walk with God. Ultimately, we have to protect our relationship with God. We have to protect our peace. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, you and I, we both have to stand before God individually and give an account as to how we have lived on this earth and the things that we have done. So yes, I definitely understand loving somebody from a distance. Yeah, I mean, it's a hard decision because sometimes you don't want to let that relationship go. You don't want to let certain things go. But at the same time, you have to make sure that you're in a certain space to be the best that you can be as a follower of Christ. And as you said, it's not fair just because we're Christians that we have to tolerate and put up with behaviors that is toxic to us that could put you in a mood, for example, you know, you don't want to read your Bible anymore because you're thinking of this toxic relationship. It's a heaviness. It's a cloud. And that's that's not fair. That's that's definitely not fair. So, yeah, I just hope your viewers understand what I say. <laughs> What I mean when I say love people from a distance, it's not to say you turn your back completely on them if that's what needs to be done. But you also have to make sure you protect your walk with Christ at all costs because that is what is most important. And once you have a solid foundation, you are then able to help others. In terms of building community in the faith, what has your experience been in terms of friendship? We started out the conversation with saying that you had to try to create and build new friendships. What has that been like for you in terms of engaging and interacting with other believers? Has that been a success? How has your fellowship been? Yeah, this year I would say it's, one of, it's been one of the best. It's been one of the best in terms of 
building a godly friendship with, of course, other Christians. Um, I've been invited to events. I've been invited to personal events. I've been invited to church events. It's It's been, honestly, it's been one of the best year and it's to God be the glory. This is something I've prayed on. This is something I've fast about and it's all coming to pass. And I'm extremely grateful. I'm extremely thankful. And I don't want to take any of these relationships for granted in any way, shape or form because this is what I've prayed for. So I, I, I value, I value each and every one of my relationships that I've built this year. Um, and I, and I don't take it, I don't take it lightly and I don't, and I don't take it for granted. I'm extremely thankful. I can't stop saying that. I'm so thankful. Awesome. I just love to hear it. I just love to know that you've been able to encounter some of these wonderful Christian people that are out there. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, it's just such a happy feeling. It's just such a joy to hear you testify and say that this is something that yeah. you've prayed about, you've fasted about, and now your heart's desires are coming through. Like it's such a testimony to other people that may be listening to think that, well, why would I even pray to God about friendships? God is concerned. Like he's definitely concerned about your entire being, your mm-hmm. mental, your physical, your spiritual, your emotional, like everything he's concerned about. So mm-hmm. nothing is too small for him. Nothing is too hard for him. So if you're out there and you're struggling with friendships or struggling with finding the right people to build relationships with, take it to God in prayer. With that being said, what is something you would say to anyone that's listening that may be struggling with coming into the Christian community because they may have to leave their loved ones behind? What would you say to encourage that person? God is a good God. Amen. He will see you through it. To the highs and the lows, he will see you through it. Pray fast. And he will see you through it. Just, just, just hang on. Just hang on. Don't throw in the towel. Don't throw in the towel. He will answer, and his perfect timing. He will, he will answer. And it's, and it's so worth it. It's so worth it, especially now with all the turmoil that's going on. To know you can go into your secret place to just have quiet time with God. To, to know that. You, you could speak to him and you know, like he, he hears you. He loves you. He wants the best for you. The peace that he gives you in those moments is just out of this world. I mean, it's worth it. A hundred percent worth it. He said he wants the best for us in every way, shape or form. And there's nothing that he won't do for his children within his will for your good and for his glory to make that come to pass. They say if you pray and if it's within God's will, he will make it happen. So never stop praying. And also I encourage people to incorporate fasting with your prayer as well. And don't just one day I fast and that's it. I will get an answer, throw in the towel. No, you have to keep pressing in and pressing in. And, you know, within God's will and within his perfect time, it will all come to pass. Amen. I love it. That's a solid sound word right there. (laughs) That's a solid sound word. So I just want to say thank you so much 
for taking the time to come on and just share with us your experience, your journey in coming into the faith and just trying to create and build friendships that are healthy, that are safe, that are supportive with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. It's been amazing. Like, I can't believe that's it. The time is flowing so fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's been amazing. Again, thank you so, so very much for having me, for for trusting me to be on <laughs> your platform. <laughs> I truly appreciate that. Like I said, I don't take anything for granted because, you know, God has, God has been so good. And I'm just so grateful for all the opportunities and the doors that are opening little by little. I'm, I'm extremely thankful again to God be the glory. Mm-hmm. God be the glory. Great things he has done, as the church would say. Great things he has done. And you're a testament to that. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. To all the listeners, thank you so much for joining us today. I hope that you were blessed. Until next time, be encouraged, be inspired, and be blessed.